welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, the official podcast of MASH, the Marietta Atheist, Skeptics, and Humanists. I'm Don, and along with my co-hosts Jeff and Jerry, we'll bring you a bi-weekly look into the crazy world of religion from the perspective of three older, straight, cisgendered, monogamous, married white guys from the Bible Belt. Just remember, don't believe anything you hear on this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you have taken the time to independently verify it for yourself. In other words, Google that shit. the godless heathens i'm don i'm jeff i'm jerry and uh, before we forget let's go around the table what are our liquid libations for tonight's episode what okay. do you got there jeff tonight uh courtesy of jerry i'm drinking uh, southbound's picture of nectar it's a double ipa brewed with elderflower with peaches added it's quite good it's the elderflower south it is what is it south south what? southbound brewing from savannah so it's really good Glad you enjoy it. I'm drinking a Bell's Black Note Stout that obviously, they, since they have the year on it, it has to be mentioned. It's a 2017. It is delicious. It is expensive. I probably will never have it again, but I am enjoying every sip. And, and what do you consider expensive? Uh, how, how much is this? How much is this beer? See, I said that because I wasn't going oh, to no, say no. the price, but oh, so, yeah. so air my dirty beer laundry. Yes, uh, it was twenty four dollars for a four pack, not a six pack, a four pack, a four pack. Yes, that's a six dollar beer. Uh, ooh, math. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good at math. Yeah, did um, you bought this beer at a high end nightclub or I... <laughs> one at a time? Or yeah, the uh, the cheetah gives you four packs. To go. <laughs> I was actually looking for a host gift for Mark's party. Oh, okay. And I went looking around and saw at the one beer store, saw the same beer that I gave you. And I'm like, I can't give give the same beer. He'll think, you know, that I could buy it in bulk. <laughs> and I saw it and I was like, $24. Wow. That's more than I would ever pay. I don't think I've ever had a $6 you know, at, at liquor store beer or, or beer store beer. Me neither. Call it. Yeah. And yeah. to drink that out of a Budweiser glass, is that... Well, he's back on the Budweiser glass. It, it is. <laughs> so, I'm, you know what? I'm celebrating the fact that Bud keeps moving down the popularity rankings of most consumed beer in America. I don't even think it's in the top three anymore. Wow. It was just a couple days ago. That's all the rednecks. Once they found out a Belgian company owned it, they, you know, it ain't, what, American? It ain't American. Well, I ain't drinking, you know. Yeah, that'd be a good quiz question. What is the most popular... American-owned brewery. Ooh, because no, not either. Right? And, yeah. Col- and Coors is Molson Coors. Yeah, so which is, is Canadian. Uh, Molson, for sure. Yeah. But I don't know which one, hmm. like, which one of those mega breweries has the power in that. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of those, what used to be, you know, like micro-brews or whatever, were, are, are being snatched up by the different, although that, you know, a lot of these... That's a sort that we should, we should talk about that on our beer podcast, because Jeff has definite... Definite oh, beliefs on that. that. You drank yeah. any Wicked Weed? No, I have not. I have well, not why not? Because you don't like the beer anymore? The beer's good, but I don't like where the money's going. 
Where's my oh oh we got to unpack yeah, that. Now, where's, yeah, where's now, the money going? Now I can't remember which one that is. If it was Bud, I think or, it was Bud. Yeah, I think it was Bud, Bud. Bottom. Does that make it inherently bad, you beer snob? <laughs> <laughs> founders, founders sold out to somebody, like or, or took like a third or forty percent. Lagunitas is Heineken. I know it. I mean, I know it. The, and I don't want to give any of those up. But there's too many other small logo ones that, that I can give my money. To. That 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 is true. And I will do that. What's the what's the one I can't think of it now? The oldest brewery in America. It's out of Pennsylvania. Yingling? Our, our Yingling, one, yeah. Yingling, Yingling, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say our one podcast mm-hmm. listener sitting at home yelling Yingling at the phone. Are they are they still independently owned yes. or do they get bought so out far, by somebody? No, so big? far they're independent. Rolling yeah. Rock is Rolling Rock still independently owned from, uh, from the glass know. line tanks of old Latrobe. But uh, tonight I'm having a uh, just a cab sav. Ravage is the name of it. Oh, it's I have no idea. Uh, I don't know where it came from. It, it it was in the house. I opened it, and I that looks like a Harlequin romance. It does. Cover. It, it's got two Ravage. knights in shining armor jousting, and a guy that looks like label. Fabio chest and, oh. and one, and one chest. dude. One dude is very much losing, absolutely losing the joust on the label. But yeah, it's a California. 2016, you know, it's got... Oh, that was pre-Trump. That's oh, good. A good it's year. got hints of berry and <laughs> vanilla and blah, blah, like they all say. But they all just taste like red wine to me. So, but it's working. Good local story uh, we want to start off with this week. One of our members, Jack Eggers. We're going to give a little shout out to Jack. Go, uh, Jack. We talked about on an earlier podcast around the Christmas time, uh, American Atheist always puts up their billboards and American Humanist, I believe they put up some billboards, and I know the Freedom From Religion Foundation puts up, because they put up billboards here in Atlanta on the two major arteries feeding Atlanta uh, from from the north, I-85 and I-75. They had their regular seasons, uh, no, reasons greetings greetings billboards that they put up. But Jack actually paid out of his pocket for... A billboard in Ackworth, Georgia. It was a Freedom From Religion Foundation. They were the company that put up the billboard, but Jack actually paid the Freedom From Religion Foundation for the one month, whatever, fee. We had a meetup last night and was really hoping to see Jack there, but he did not make it. And I had had some questions for him. I wanted to kind of get the backstory on the billboard. Was there any, was, was this... Choice number three was it? Choice number four? Did the billboard company give any any feet? You know, any pushback towards it? And exactly how much does it cost yeah, to put right. up a billboard for a month? You could, right. you could feel. You know, it's getting warm in here because you can feel and hear the wheels turning down. <laughs> it's just like oh, what we, we were to we take so up a car. Yeah, doing this. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, Freedom from Religion Foundation was on the billboard. There was a picture of a. It's just a picture of like an astronaut in a space yeah, walk, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the the billboard itself said, "In science we, we trust. trust." Right, rather than so, "In God we trust." Yeah, very. Um, just comment on the plates around here. Not very in your face. It wasn't calling you know the nativity scene fake news or anything along those lines. But I'm sure I'd, I'd be interested to see exactly how much not really bad press, but how many calls, how many yeah, angry yeah. calls Take the billboard down. company got. From from people driving by and mm-hmm. going, what the, you know, in, in, in my hometown, I'll be I'll, science. I'll be, Who believes in science? Yeah. All right, I'm so. going to be curmudgeon for a second. No. I'm, I'm shocking. <laughs> and it's early, but I'm almost done with my beer. 
um, in tiny little sips. Cause it, cause, I see that. Because it goes, it goes like shots. Shots of yeah, beer. Yeah, you do shots of beer. You got, you got a, what is that, a 12-ounce glass? It, it is. It has not had more than an ounce in it at any point. That's, and you've drank the whole beer. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, I got two more. Oh, yeah. two, two more pours. Two more pours. I got two more pours. I don't know. It lasts longer. Maybe you know the the mistaken belief that it stays colder. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But you want don't to make a laugh. Criticize me. You know, when it's, uh, I'm just I'm just looking for just a clarification. Just get a straw for your wine and pay attention to that. <laughs> just get an IV. But then, right. <laughs> so do they win when we're derivative of them instead of having our own message? Hmm. Because you could put anything up there. But you went straight derivative of something that's on, you know, the license plates here. That's on the money. But shouldn't we at some point break away from that? Because if you're using their language, do they still gotcha? Hmm. Because if you felt comfortable in your own shoes, couldn't you say anything else than something that they say all the time? Well, what would you put up there, you know? Science bitches, it works. You know, <laughs> you know the, to quote Dawkins. I, you know, I don't know. That'd be a that'd be an interesting like meet up with a whiteboard, yeah, and just brainstorm, start spitballing, right? Start, yeah. you what know, you got? Crack the beers early, and you know, by the end of the night, see what's up there, and half of them will will have fucking the term. And you know, you might be able to use one or two, but it just it kind of strikes me as. You're taking their their message or, well, or, yeah, or kind of like, 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 like reasons and, greeting and, and twisting it. Right. Yeah. Why don't we come up with something on our own to be further arm's length as opposed to how oh, we're gonna get you, we're gonna use your yeah. words against you like, just a play on words. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just I, I love I mean I look, I love the idea. Yeah. I yeah. love where it is. You know, that's absolutely church term, not preaching to the choir. But I would want to break away from that. I guess because I'm I've been in it longer, like yeah. you guys, so I may look at it different. But my my guess is the FFRF has a lot of research that goes into these as far as what's a, you know going to get the most bang for the buck in the area you're going to play it. But what's the bang? That yeah, that's I would be kind of curious, and that's what we need to get get Jack. I bet and they have Matt their own. I mean, you, you and, know that they have their own marketing slogan. Well, so so the humanist. <laughs> logo or, or slogan is kind of good without a god but that's their message though yeah right so the freedom from religion foundation what's their message it, when you co-opt their terms you don't have your own message first of all what's a message that's gonna that when an atheist drives by when they drive by the billboard they give a thumbs up you know, hey, that's cool. Right, you know, right. Yeah, I'm all for that. And it twerks the, the, the religious mindset a little bit, but it can't twerk it so much that the religious billboard company owner refuses to put it up. Oh, that's right. a lawsuit, it's, it's got to be... Yeah. Well, I'm sure that a, a billboard owner yeah, can, yeah. can say, you know, either the raise the price or, or whatever the case may be, but it can refuse... You can't go in and say, "Hey, I want to put a billboard up." That well, you isn't know, that the whole? It says the, whatever, and right. But if it's not, if it's not offensive, I well, mean, that's what he can say. You say it's offensive. Yeah, you're but offending. you're getting into Christian cake baker territory. Exactly. There. Exactly. It's got to be vanilla enough so, to get past so, that so, hurdle. So, to that point, 
When you put that billboard up, who are you talking to? Okay, yeah, I was just thinking about that. My my thoughts are, isn't it not aimed more at the nuns? We were kind of pre-show talking about the nuns and how that's kind of a, you know, we can't assume that they're non-theistic. I, 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 they're I kind prefer of in this, this term lukewarm atheist to uh, to none. I think I'm going to start using that. They no. they wouldn't call themselves that though. No. Yeah. Because if they were, they would they would be. Because you can't really be a lukewarm atheist. You're kind of maybe they're right? pre-atheists. Yeah. Pre-atheists. But no, that's our label for them. Yeah. It's or right. the, you know. Well, I don't believe in God, but I'm not an atheist. You know, kind of kind of right. an attitude. Oh, yeah. terrible, terrible. Yeah. I'm agnostic. Like it's a different thing. You and know, when I hear it's, that, it's not a stepping stone, you know, along the path. I, I'm, dry, I, you know, I, I do not want to be in people's face about that stuff. But when somebody says that, I'm ready to drop the gloves. Yeah, like immediately, like you don't know what you're talking about. Then. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a conversation with a guy I worked with, and he said the same thing. He goes, I, you know, "I'm not, I'm not an atheist like you." He says, "I kind of consider myself to be more agnostic." And I was like, one of those was on an X Y axis, and the other one's on an A B axis. They have nothing to do with one another. One one talks yeah. about belief, and the other talks about knowledge, and and kind of spelled it out for him. And, and mm-hmm. I think he probably refers to himself as more atheist now than he he did, you know, before because we had that because conversation. We, we it shouldn't be a bad word, but no. you were talking like who is the audience for that? Us, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, to me, I don't think it's us. I think it's the the squishy nuns mm-hmm. who haven't really picked a team yet. So, in other words, they see a sign like that, and, and they know they're against, you know, if they came out of an evangelical family, that their mom and dad probably have the in God we trust on their license plate. Yes. And that's probably kind of torqued them off a little bit, because they're leaning more towards science. So, when they see that, it might go, oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of that's clever. That's just my my guess. Because you you're not, you're not going to convince the people that are... Hardcore evangelicals. That's going to piss. Now, what them are you off. trying? Yeah. But so the so what's the Freedom from Religion Foundation trying to convince people of? Because they're not trying to turn. Because and maybe that's the biggest gap between what they're about and what the believers think that they're about. They're not trying to turn you atheist. No, no. What they're trying to do is a separation of church and state. Right. Yeah. And where this the slogan comes into play is on our money. That's a church state separation issue right there. We shouldn't be having that on but our. But it's so dry. Like, how many people get worked up about reason? Yeah. It's not passionate. It's not, it doesn't necessarily stand for something other than, not that I'm not like disavowing yeah. it, but you know. <laughs> You don't go to a, you know, yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had it's, a reason rally. They did. <laughs> and it was not reasonable. It was a rally. Yeah. Right. It's the beige station wagon. It's it's not the red Ferrari. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. That's You're, my last. Oh, last, last, my last. You didn't bring the rest of my the, last, the four pack? My last beer festival pour. So, you only brought $6 worth of beer with you? I just, <laughs> what you're saying. Cheap ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This, it's like. Ten and a half percent. So oh, oh 11, sorry, eleven. It's eleven point two. Yeah, I've got, I've got in my spare bedroom, not twenty feet from here, a sticker that I picked up when. Remember when Richard Carrier was at Kennesaw State mm-hmm. uh, a year or two ago, and he was. I forget the guy that he was debating. Okay. That was not a very good debate. Uh, no, we were talking about that it, last that night. That was horrible. I mean, he just the guy had nothing. He just brought really nothing. But I picked up afterwards. They. The 
uh, what is it, the Kennesaw State uh, Secular Student Alliance. Mm-hmm. They had a table. Richard Carrier had his table. Right, right. He was selling his books and, and, and signing them. And, and the Secular Student Alliance had a table. Basically just literature, stickers, any, anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. And I picked up a sticker from them that designed to go on your license plate that said the same thing, in science we trust. I, was, I found out after that, that's illegal to put on your car here in Georgia. You can have In God We Trust on your license plate, or you can have the sticker of the county right, in which you right. live. But that is it. There, so if you there put is, that across If I there, put that on my car, huh. I could be pulled over just because I have well, it on somebody, my car. Well, somebody at this table has it beneath his license plate. That's different. Right where, right yeah. where it would be. In yeah. the neutral zone. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, and I didn't know it was illegal, but I didn't want to take any chance of getting pulled over by a cop that yeah. thought that was a bad idea. Oh, it makes some of their buttons. days to pull over an atheist. Well, or <laughs> coming back from a Krakens or something. Or know, the rest of the, you know, I've seen your vehicle. The, the, the rest of the stickers <laughs> give you away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there loving every minute of it. I don't know. It's great that we can have that argument about a billboard down here in that place. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's absolutely progress. But it would be interesting to kind of think of other ways to communicate a message. We just need to figure out what that message is. The fact that we don't have a... The fact that we, we and not just us at this table, but whatever the movement is, mm-hmm. doesn't have a message. It's not cohesive. That's why yeah. it's not going anywhere. That's why the nuns are... Like, we kind of count them in our camp. We kind of, mm-hmm. we kind of celebrate the fact, look at all the nuns. Well, eventually... Could you go through your whole life being a nun? Do you think that's I think there possible? are people. There are people who were not raised religiously that never think about it. They lead their lives and religion just, it's not on their radar. They don't right, think about it. Right. They're not anti-religious. They're not pro They're just kind of in the, in the middle. And, and they don't give they a don't, shit. They don't, yeah, they're apathy. Apathy. Yeah, they they do don't you, believe. But, do you but think and, they can go through life, though, without interacting with it i it, it feels like empty like you don't necessarily believe in anything and it seems that eventually you're going to believe in something well, you're going to believe you're going to believe like well, we do I, uh, you're going to be religious to yeah, use a jeff term yeah. you're going to be a woo-woo see yeah. I, I bet they don't call themselves a nun i would guarantee you they don't call well, that's where the that's whole thing just was, the thing on a survey is, yeah. is you know none of the above are you christian are you muslim you know mm-hmm. it's like but maybe none, but none, maybe, none of the above maybe it fits them so if so you know you're not you're not on the survey but that's a, that's a big tent. There's, I mean, you've got a yeah. lot of people well, yeah, the underneath other, that tent. The other not connected is, either. No, no, not, not connected. Absolutely. Well, well that's other, that's the problem with the big tent. There's a lot of assholes that get in you know, that, that you don't necessarily agree with. Well, the other term that's commonly used is spiritual, but not religious. Okay, so those are ones that don't, you know, that aren't, uh, they don't go to church, they don't believe in, you know, a particular kind of God, but they still. To me, that's almost like a cop out. The way I see it a lot of times is when religious people talk to other people, if they are also religious, even though my my you know my particular slice of religion may be completely opposed to you know your slice of religion, uh, just the fact that you do believe in something, it, it kind of puts us in the same boat. It's a way of somebody who's not religious saying that to a person who is religious without 
getting their, you know, their right. anger. Right, so yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. a non-threatening way of saying, you know, because I don't understand what that means. I, I'm, I, I I'm spiritual. I'm not, I'm not religious, well, I, I, but I'm spiritual. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm, does that mean? I'm guessing, yeah. you know, because for a while I kind of bought into the Deepak Chopra stuff. Oh, my God. But there's a lot of people, you know, like crystals is another thing. Yeah. They, or they think there's some force in the universe. So those mm-hmm. are the ones that are karma you know, or what that whatever. are claiming something or something out there. They just don't know what it is. Basically, Scottsdale, Arizona, just you know, every, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you mean you mean uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico? Is it that, that too? It, that's, yeah. the, that's the or, uh, Sedona, Shirley Mc... <laughs> the, Those those areas are yeah, you know, a lot of woo, a yeah. lot of woo going mm-hmm. on. Are people that become wooey? Do they, do they move to the to the southwest, or is there something Some about do, the southwest that that makes you more inclined to go go with the woo? Yeah, you don't you don't see people though in the areas of the country that aren't as picturesque and beautiful and rich as Santa Fe and Sedona. There's not there's not a lot of woo. Down seventy five south of Atlanta, no, all the way no. to the. There's no woo yeah. there. No, there's a woo. Cordial, Ad, you know, Adel, Georgia. You know, not finding a lot of woo. No, the, you but, know that peanut, that big, where yeah. the big peanut uh, yeah. sta- uh, sign or statue is, or the big peach that, in Macon. Right, not yeah, a lot. There's not, not a lot woo. of woo there. Yeah, not a so woo is kind of socioeconomic. You go the other way, Asheville, North Carolina. A lot of, a lot woo. of woo there. A lot right. of woo. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And again, money, beautiful scenery. But it's too bad because they got a lot of good, a lot of good breweries there. Mm-hmm. But Jeff's not going to go anymore because a lot of them are owned by big oh, companies. Oh, there's a number that are not. So <laughs> don't worry about that. Well, that kind of that kind of dovetails with with the next thing that you wanted to talk about, Jerry, about how you wanted to pose the question: Are atheists obsessed with religion? So there's a podcast that was Love It or Leave It, but it's a live show kind of irreverent they always have comedians on the on the guest panel and this one guy basically he was talking about some issue in the news and he said he mentioned atheists and he goes of course atheists are obsessed with religion and when i heard it like my reaction immediately was like scoff like what do you mean because i I took because exactly because i took i took it personally yeah you know like until you obsessed, thought about obsessed it. religion, and it was quick too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the, like the there's like a the, visceral reaction. Like the transition from that's ah, bullshit. What do you mean atheists aren't obsessed with religion? Yeah. Pause. Oh man, there might be a little bit of truth to that. <laughs> yeah. And the next day, while driving to work, and no, thinking about like, it, you, you kind of next pause. Oh, oh, is that me? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Like I never, th- I never thought of that before. That fucker's hitting a little close and to home. It did. <laughs> It, well, it what was did. that reference to? What was the context of it? It, it was something, and I, I'm sure I will I, I will butcher it because I was too busy like pondering. Yeah, right, yeah. Exactly, yeah. having an existential crisis. Like, <laughs> man, I'm supposed to be laughing at this podcast. Everybody else is funny. laughing, right? Well, they're they're laughing. laughing, and I'm going, "Oh, is that you know?" I could make arguments on both sides. In the uh, pro atheists are obsessed with religion. Go to any meetup. Yeah. You know, any meetup, any mm-hmm. group where atheists get together, and there will be a lot of talk of religion and a lot of social posting about religion, a lot of discussions with religious people that you are relaying to other non believers. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh man, there's this guy at work. 
he ain't complete holy roller. And he just said, and then there's a lot of that kind of almost conflict with religion. And are we obsessed with it? Well, here's, 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 here's my thought. Because we've had some people that moved into our area and part of our meetup group that came from like the Northeast. And they don't encounter the same kind of, you know, hardcore evangelicalists, especially in government, that we do down here. So I, I don't think, you know, up there, it's not obsessive. And I, I'm, I'm just speaking, you know, from some of the people that we've talked to down here. And, and I wasn't obsessive until I moved down here, too. We moved here from the Midwest. Not super evangelical. It kind of is now, I guess, 20 years later. But you're surrounded by it here. And it's not just the churches, but the politics are influenced heavily by evangelicalism. You know, you're always seeing the, you know, narrow the scope of abortion. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to have a religious freedom movement or, uh, you know, laws and things like that. That's a cynical, which means, cynical term and effort. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, which, I'm, but I'm saying What they mean by that is, if I can't oppress you, yeah. I'm being oppressed. Well, and like, that well, is not what they mean by that. That is what, the, that is what happens. That, that, that is right, not right, what yeah, they mean right, by right, that, right. though. They, they don't see the hypocrisy. I just got there. one more sip out of that. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you know can what? There might still be a little... You can lick that out. It's like, I was watching, uh, I was watching a video today from a New Orleans group. It's funny because, again, I see the people moving in from up north, and they, that's the first thing they tell They can't believe how religious it is here. Right. Yeah. And I, I think to some extent, the way they look at us is how I look at, like, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Tennessee, some other states that are even as bad as it is here. It's not as bad as it, as it is in, in other parts. Right, of, or if you get outside country. the metro Atlanta yeah. area. Well, that's, right, that, right. that's probably, though, because Atlanta is so big. Well, that's Neil Carter's line, is, is that the Bible Belt is 30 minutes outside any major metropolitan area. But yeah, Atlanta is a transient city. No, nobody's from here. Everybody's from somewhere else. You know, you, you know. So you, as it as it grows, though, that's changing. Yeah, but you don't. But you, what you don't have here in Atlanta is the old Hungarian neighborhood and the old, little Italy and you know the ethnic pockets that people grew up. You have in ethnic their pockets. Little... You just don't have the same ones. No, no. You yeah. have different ethnic pockets mm-hmm. um, because it's a different wave of immigration. Yes, it was a different rate wave of immigration to the nation at the time, and it's a different wave of immigration to Atlanta at the time. But getting back so to are we. the obsession, I mean, yeah, I would, I would say so. Um, but let me let me pose this. Let me throw this out: is the current political climate and the kind of where your your bigotry, you know, wave your bigotry flag proudly kind of kind of political climate that we're in now, is that pushing, to tie back even to the further uh, earlier argument, is that pushing some of these nuns more into the, the atheist tent? Because, yeah, they, they, they never really thought about it that much. They, they kind of just left, lived their lives, and they were, like I said, ap- apathetic to, to it. But now when they see... That they're passing laws that that doctors can refuse to treat patients based upon religious reasons. Is, is that causing some of these people that never really cared for or against religion one way or the other? Is that pushing them more or worse? Toward, towards, hey, that's towards cool. Us? They don't know any different. They don't. Which is the biggest danger now is that this hopefully mm-hmm. blip of craziness somehow gets back to the normalcy that we grew up with. Yeah. But 
Mm. I'm not so sure. Yeah, but to tie back, I, I never finished what I was saying about the about the video I was watching. It it was it was showing a uh, ACLU is is bringing a lawsuit against a school that literally has students reciting Christian prayers directly after the. Pledge of Allegiance. Public school? Uh, well, Public Miss, school. Mississippi just was trying to push a law and, to do the yeah. Ten Commandments. Do the Ten, commandments. The Ten yeah. commandments. Every morning, Every morning. Before, before You class. can opt out. But, but they interviewed the uh, Attorney General for the state of Louisiana. Now, I'm from the state of Louisiana. So if anybody's going to shit on the state of Louisiana, you know, it's, it's going to be me. But they interviewed the, the Attorney General of the state of Louisiana. And I forget his name. and I don't have it here in front of me. But he had... You've seen the picture of the painting of Jesus handing the uh, the, the Constitution to the to the forefront. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've seen yeah. Some, it was something along he that. Was except there. except was it there. was like Moses. He had a Moses painting in his office. He had a Bible, you know, on on his desk. And even as as bad as it is here, we don't you don't see that the the Attorney General for the state of Louis, uh, of Georgia, you know, it isn't a you know just. Bible thumping, you know, but it's I don't want to trending that so, way. Let it drop off trending, yeah, because it seems like most of the Republican candidates for governor are pushing for that religious freedom, They're which is a dog whistle. It is absolutely, yeah. Is. And there is so there, you're so I, I hate to say this, but you both are proving that proven that comedian's point. Yes, you're obsessed with religion, absolutely. I agree. I agree. I agree. And should we not be? Ah, would be ah, my see, now, now I know you're obsessed because now you are arguing. It's like, why shouldn't we yeah, be? You're, you're equivocating. <laughs> you're equivocating. <laughs> well, but because, you know, the current situation we're in where evangelicals are in power. We've got, yeah, we've got to and, stand And up. I agree. It, it's going to be, you know, we're going to come to our senses at some point. Mm, Hopefully. There's no, there's no, no guarantee. guarantee no, no. no guarantee. None. But yeah, I mean, you know, it seems like the state of Alabama came to their senses. Yeah, barely. But I see. Yeah, yeah. Still, uh, you right, know, a, right. a not a convicted, but an alleged pedophile. How much are you putting on still, his re-election? Still got almost you know fifty percent of the vote. You could make the argument that that's not obsessed with religion, but it's more about politics. But separation because, of church because, and state. And the, primarily. Yeah, and the separation of church and state. That's you know, I would think that's different than being obsessed with religion. But if you are trying to prove religion wrong or arguing the Bible, can't argue the Bible. No. There's mm-hmm. no reason to argue the Bible. We'll do it, though. Yeah. We, atheists. Yes. Atheists will do it. Right. Why? Because you're obsessed with religion? Maybe it's maybe you could also rationalize that you want to know what you're against. You want- well, it's, to me, and, and I've mentioned it before, I'm, I'm in a number of debate groups, and I like to use their own you know, handbook against them mm-hmm. instead of instead of saying, "Well, Carl Sagan once said," or you know, you know, Einstein theorized that you know your God in your book said A, B, and C, and you know, go ahead, open that bad boy. Yeah, just pop it. Pop it. Boom. Ah, Alpharetta's finest. Yep, Jekyll Brewing. What do you got here? Southern, Jekyll Brewing. Southern juice. Southern juice. Whatever. From Jekyll Brewing. Means. Where's that made at? That's an Alpharetta. Alpharetta. Oh. Yeah. All right, so getting back to getting off your your new beer, although it sounds lovely. It is. But getting back to the topic at hand. Yeah, um, Mr. Smarty. Yeah. Say what you just said off mic. I will. (laughs) So the question at hand is, do our atheists obsessed with religion? 
I don't know. I mean, we do a atheist podcast uh, about religion. On on we try to do it every other week. It, it seems to be every third week, but we we try to get together every, every other week and if talk it about was it. So every week would be obsessive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this, we're not obsessing. Yeah. Wait a minute. I would definitely <laughs> check that box. It cannot I would absolutely be, it cannot be an atheist podcast about religion. It's an atheist podcast. Period. Yeah. All right. I think we talk about religion. The audience might think you know, yeah. it's just three guys just three guys bullshit. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But <laughs> talking about their beer. Well, I had a uh, I had a discussion with a somebody I worked with. We were, I was talking about we're actually moving ten feet to to my right. Uh, in in the coming weeks, we're in the process of of converting a bedroom into a into a recording studio so that my wife can have her dining room back uh, on Thursdays. I was talking to somebody at work about it, and, and he was like, well, what the hell are you going to be recording you know, at your house? Uh, he goes, I didn't know you played music. I said, oh, I don't play music. I said, I'm going to be recording a podcast. And, after, and it's weird, and we talked about this the other night, the fact that he's probably not more than 10 years older than me, but the antiquated idea of what a podcast is. Oh, that, that. He, goes, he goes, oh, that's for your iPod. Well, well technically, <laughs> at one point, yes. But... Uh, he goes, what is your podcast about? And I, you know, I said, I gave him the elevator pitch. The podcast is about the crossroads of religion and politics, and we try to keep an emphasis on stories that deal with church-state separation. His, his response was, well, I thought you were an atheist. What are you talking about religion for? And, Zing. Yeah, yeah, and my response was, because we probably know more about it than the average person sitting in a pew. So we, we had a very interesting... Conversation, not not heated, not you know adversarial, but but a very interesting conversation between somebody who I would consider to be in that nun category. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I, I don't I don't think he's a very religious person. He was probably raised religious, probably thinks it, if he was to check a box, he would probably check the Christian box. Daniel Dennett put it best. Uh, the, the best I've heard it is. You have a lot of people that don't necessarily believe in religion, but they believe in the belief of in, in religion. Where it's the I you know I go to church because, or I consider my myself a Christian because I like to think of myself as a good person. Right, kind, kind of an and attitude. You can't be where you can't a God, yeah you so. can't be a good person unless you are a, a, you know you go to church or you consider yourself to be a Christian right. because the atheist. You know that label still has a negative connotation with with a lot of people. So basically, the comedian who said that was right. Absolutely, because right. you can't. I see. I don't agree with that. I do. I, I, do. I don't. You know what? Maybe I don't. Maybe it's not that I don't necessarily agree with it. Or maybe I, I do. don't agree with it. I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm obsessed with religion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to. I don't want to. To like what we talk, have talked about earlier, that we use their language and your, you know, their their message that you tweak. You're talking about them. You're not talking about you. You're not talking about what you stand for. You're anti something. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be anti anything. You want to well, be pro I mean, something else? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or at least, at least in this part of, at least in this part of my life, I can be certainly anti all kinds of stuff. Political. Oh yeah, yeah. But when it comes to this, and I guess I didn't want to believe that atheists were obsessed with religion. 
but you can certainly see it. You know, you talk to atheists, one of the things that they connect about is the negativity, or it can be, the negativity towards religion. And it feels like when you're in that, where I'm in that mode, or when people are in that mode, you're still hooked. And you you need to rationalize or you need to justify your position. It's like, no, nah, I don't need to. You know, no, nah, I, you know, I don't believe it. Feels weird, like, I don't know, weak? I can see that. But you can't necessarily tell somebody how to feel. Don't you want or wouldn't you want to break away from it? Like, break away from the I'm anti-religion as opposed to, you know what? All of that, I don't believe in it. I don't have to. And I'm fine with it. Yeah, Go ahead and pray. Yeah, see, you know, that's the thing. If if it was, and we're you know, going to maybe touch on this a little bit later, but if it was mainline religion that was in charge, or, you know, the dominant form of religion in this country, I could probably relax and live and let live. But currently, the evangelicals are in power in so many ways. And that form of religion is harmful. Are, are the invil- dangerous? Are the evangelicals and in power, or are politicians using it's, it's, them it's, it's a as a base right, of it's power? It's a cooperative kind of kind of thing. Are they, are they giving them what they want using their dog well, whistles? It's it's a both and kind yeah. of thing because to, it's, to it's still right now it's a large part of the base. I think that's what put Trump in, into the office. White, in, evangelical, white evangelicals. White evangelicals. There's no question about it. So that form of religion, just like, you know, the uh, dangerous forms of Islam need to go. We need to help that die. If we can accelerate that, all the better. Our partners in that could potentially be the progressive forms of religion. And, you know, and I, yeah. I'm getting off on, a, on another topic. No, there. that's fine. Because I, I, that's, that's something that I've, I've, I've not, I don't say a struggle with, but I, I don't necessarily understand the mindset of a progressive Christian. We kind of talked about this kind of back and forth on Facebook a little bit today. Um, you posted a video from a woman. I mean, what was the name of the group? It was uh, Muslims for Progressive Value, and yeah. Annie Zonneveld is her name. She's the um, originated the, the movement, Okay. and she's the current president of, of the movement. They have different chapters across the country, across I, the I, world. I, again, I'll, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate, but I, I, I watched the video. It was a three-minute video of the speech that she gave at the Women's March in L.A., Watched the video, agreed with basically everything she had to say. Mm-hmm. Cannot wrap my mind around the phrase "Muslims for progressive values." That, but well, why should it matter? It's the idea that you have certain values or you have certain beliefs, but you're a member of a group that core tenet of that group is diametrically opposed to beliefs and values that you hold dear. Why do you still consider yourself? A member of that group. One of the analogies that I've used, and it's kind of a joke, but it's like somebody saying, "I, you know, I'm a member of Klansmen for racial equality. You know, I'm trying to change the Klan from the inside." Bullshit. But they would walk they, away. They would disagree and, though, as that and, being a core tenet, though. I mean, they would disagree that it's all or nothing. Like you would, as a Catholic, you would have to, you would have to follow every encyclical. You'd have to believe. At the hardest core, opus day level yeah, of Catholicism, exactly. the, Catholicism. But there are certain there are certain tenets of Catholicism that just come, you know, they, it comes with the package. It's a package deal. It's a it's a patriarchal uh, society. 
uh, women are considered second-class citizens in the three main, you know, religions of, of the world. The three right. So, Abrahamic so, religions. But to that point, then, why why pick on Muslims? I'm not because, picking on. on I, I feel well, the same way about progressive Christians. If like uh, our our friend uh, Greta Vosper, the whole. I forget the name of the church. It's church. Uh, oh, what's uh, West Hill United? But it, the, the denomination, United Church of United Canada. Church of right, Canada. Right. Um, the United Church of Canada believes that the Bible is a man-made construct. Uh, I know that much about them. They they are not in, right, in any. Right. You know, they're very progressive. Do do they believe in the virgin birth? Do they believe that Jesus rose from the dead? How progressive are well, they? At, yeah, yeah, at what yeah, point yeah. It's, does it's not, does your progressiveness take you so far from the core tenet of the religion that you still claim to be a member of. Well, isn't that why they kicked yeah. her out? She's not out yet, but I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it isn't... Maybe, maybe it's not official, but the process has right, been yeah. moving oh, yeah. in yes. that direction. She has Correct. been... Correct. Uh, for those of you who, who aren't familiar, uh, Google Greta Vosper, yeah. and she is... They're, they're trying to... Basically kick her out of the uh, church. A heresy trial. Yeah, they're having a heresy trial. But, Which, by the way... It's 2018. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're still having heresy. At least right. they don't burn them. Yeah, so, I mean that's that's good. But okay, oh, so so here's the thing. But if she closed her if she closed her church tomorrow and put up a UU sign or a Sunday no, she's assembly already, sign, yeah, she's already plugged Oasis. into yeah. Oasis. Yeah, so that's her plan B. That makes more sense to and, me. And she, they actually have a an Oasis branch yeah. in downtown Toronto. But, At some point, you have to cut that cord but so, so back he, to the original. So, so here's the thing: is is she was brought up in the seminaries done by those mainline churches, the UCC. Yes. They're the ones that taught her that the Bible is a human construct. They're the ones that taught her that um, God is not necessarily, you know, the theistic God that you know. So, so that's the kind of it's stuff. The hippie she, church, though. But That's the, the same now, the same seminaries in the U.S. have taught the same stuff. I've I'll heard that. I've heard that people. as well too. That a you lot don't of hear that around here. Well, I know you. And see, that's that's the problem. Is that stuff was locked up in seminary. Yeah, and, it and was, they it, told them they, upon getting a congregation, don't, don't talk about this. Talk so, about so this. just yeah. out of curiosity, why do we care? Because progressive Christians are. Natural allies. Mm-hmm, as long as both sides can throw away the religion part. Yeah. And probably neither side can, unfortunately. And and in the current political you know climate that we find ourselves in, we need to make allies Absolutely. with progressive and mainline uh, religious oh, yeah, uh, yeah, people yeah. because we need to concentrate on the on the things we have in common. And, and we'll deal with, with our differences later. But right. no, we, we, we won't, have... you know what? We won't deal with our differences. Those differences will always be there, mm-hmm. and we we should acknowledge them. But we have but more we in got... common with these people exactly. than we have, you know, opposed to them. But who do atheists team up with? Other atheists, barely. Yeah, <laughs> barely. But, yeah, yeah, but, really, yeah. But it's the same thing on the other side. You know that that the, the progressive. Christians mm-hmm. have not made an intentional movement towards teaming up with non-theists. Right, but either side can either side can say though, why in the world 
would we partner with them? Yeah. And they're they're looking at because they're looking at us the way we're looking at but them as, as part of the enemy. Put fifty of them and fifty of us in a room and said, "Don't talk about religion." Right. Right. We would find. Just oh, tons of stuff in common. Talk about social Absolutely. issues. So talk right. about politics. Talk about, right. and you'll find that we're all in this. You know, for the most part, in the, in the same. But we camp. walk in. You know, I'm wearing this badge. Yeah. And I'm wearing this badge, and I'll immediately go to neutral corners. Absolutely, come and out swinging. It's counterproductive. We're talking about religion again. Obsessed with friggin' religion. How can that be healthy? It. it is not and and that's the thing I think the progressive Christians have and you know we have to understand that as well but they do as well that if we are to come together to be partners we need to find ways to avoid offensive language on both sides. Ooh, well, it's like you know, well, no, no, I mean that's what Greta Vosper is basically doing in her church is mm-hmm. she's using non-exclusive language. So you know they're not using God language but they find out you don't have to use the word. God, but it's a church. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. But the thing is, is people that you know, like newcomers that come in there, it takes them a couple of months before they finally realize, hey, you haven't said the word God anymore. Yeah, well, it's very much like like the Joel Osteen. A lot of his sermons are you know sound like a Tony Robbins seminar. Oh yeah, it's a you know as, as opposed to a fire and brimstone going to hell if you don't change your ways type of sermon. But his is all prosperity. God. Prosperity, God. yes. Yeah. Give, give to me, and God will give you back yeah. tenfold. Yeah. Just don't expect to stay at my church when your whole neighborhood is flooded. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm obsessed with religion. <laughs> yes. Like one of the arguments I hear a lot from from people is like, well, why do you define yourself, you know, by a negative statement, atheism? You you don't believe in Good a God. Question. Why do you find? Why do you define yourself? By what you don't believe in, as opposed to what you do believe in, and in humanism would be the answer to that. Right, this, right. You know, this is what I yes. do. Atheism is it, it, it answers one question: right. Do I believe in a god? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Uh, humanism is more along the lines of what I stand for. Right, and those are the things. If you looked mm-hmm. at the checklist of the things that humanism stands for versus progressive Islam yeah. or Christianity, all those boxes except for one are going to be yeah. checked. But to some extent, aren't the the moderate Muslims and the the mainline Christians giving a buffer yes. to their radicalized absolutely and you know, that's, members? That's that's the thing that I have kind of a love hate relationship because as long as you still are subscribing to a God, you know that will do things on your behalf, you know a theistic kind of God. Uh, and as long as you no are, kind. no, but but well, yeah, there is, <laughs> but they're not, but they're, but they're not calling out the members of their own tribe for acting, you know, in a unChristian way or or. An but see, that's way. that. Well, I mean, that's that's the problem. Is the holy books, you know, the Bible and the Quran. You can pick and choose, and that's what the progressives do. That's what the fundamentalists do. You can come up with your own. Are you saying gospel. that religious people cherry pick the Bible and yes. the Quran? So oh. what? Yeah. Well, so I'm just what? saying. So you cannot. So one side cannot prove to the other side that they're that so they're. You'll so never, wrong. You never convince them. Yeah. So if you take an ancient text that's written in a vague way, you can basically mold it to say whatever it is that you want. Oh my God, both of you. That's but, the but, 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 <laughs> yeah. but what I'm saying is if progressive Christians would finally publicly admit yes. that this book 
is not God infused. This is one hundred percent human written. Why? This is... I do not understand why you care. Because why? that would shift the conversation. The, the, the conversation it, would it, shift if you're waiting for somebody to change in order to have a conversation with them. You're just as stubborn and it's just as futile because you can't change people. Even though mm-hmm. your wife tries to change you, Don, <laughs> as she chuckles in the other room, you can't, I don't think, you can change somebody. So, Change who? Who are you talking about you, changing? And you, you're not going to get any level of Christian to disavow the Bible to the point that you probably want them to. Well, yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't care if they disavow the Bible. I want them to disavow the the fringe element of their own but tribe, they so to speak. They can't really. Why not? Well, why should they why have not? to? Well, they're trying. Well, you know, like the John Pavlovich article yes. that you're talking about. He's trying it, but that's been tried for decades. But when you are still claiming that you are hearing from a God. And you're hearing him right, but Every, you guys over here are hearing him wrong. Y'all are misinterpreting. You're, you're the, still the holding on a, a you know why a tug you, of war. Why do you? Why is there some barrier of entry that they have to that publicly disavow the fringe part? Do we have to publicly disavow, disavow prick atheists? The, the we do. Ne- they, they're, the atheist movement keeps getting splintered. It's find ten steps to the left on an issue, and you're 11 steps to the left on that same issue, somehow in, my, in your eyes, I'm a Nazi. And, and that's, that's what I find disconcerting, is that we, we splinter ourselves over the littlest things, instead of, instead of concentrating, again, on the 10 things that we have in common, and let's worry about the one or two things that we have different from one another. We'll deal with those issues later. Let's, let's work on, you know, on uh, these same, now. Same thing, same thing with progressive Christians. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that, yeah. It's the same thing with progressive Christians. They're not going to convince me of my core belief. I'm progressive Christian, regular Christian, mainline Christian, Catholic. They're, they're, I'm not going to convince them. They're not going to convince me. Where is the common ground? What kind of world would we like to live in together where I don't necessarily care what they do. They don't care what I do as long as we keep it out of government Mm -hmm. and everybody is free to kind of do their own thing. The people that don't want that are are the ones we all should be fighting, but we're too focused on what separates us as opposed to what joins us together. And I think too many atheists make finger crosses at people and say, you know, you're over the line with somebody that we can deal with. And they do the same thing, but at some they point... They lump them all together. Well, they, they lump us yeah, all they, together, yeah, they lump, but yeah. we let them. Yeah. Because it's, it's easy. It's easier to, you know, it's easier to, to deal with people if you can pigeonhole them. Well, yeah. actually, it's easier. You're not really dealing with them. No. You are pigeonholing yeah. them. Yeah, you're, 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 you're dealing with right. the group yeah. rather than... Like, they're, they're already judged... The same way that we complain when people judge us. But judge kind, of, us. kind of to use an analogy that I hear a lot, uh, or I see a lot, people will say, again, you know, why do you define yourself by what you don't believe? You know, so you, you, you don't believe in, in, in Bigfoot. You don't call, your, call yourself an A-Bigfootist. You, you know, you, you don't believe in unicorns. You don't, you don't call yourself an A-Bigfootist. I might go to that unicorn. church, by the way. You know, the church of the Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and my, kind of my pat answer has always been... I, I don't believe in unicorns, and I don't refer to myself as an a unicornist. But if all of a sudden I wake up tomorrow 
And the people that do believe in unicorns are trying to stack the courts with unicorn believers so that their agenda can get pushed, you know, politically or true believers in, 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 in the one true unicorn or killing other unicornists because they don't believe in the right unicorn or unicornists are flying planes in the buildings. All of a sudden, I'm going to be an A-unicornist immediately. And have a podcast. And, 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 yeah, the A-unicornist podcast will, will, will be birthed. Talking and, about the non-unicornists. Yeah, the, the nuns. <laughs> you can't win the age-old argument. No, neither can, neither can they. Yeah. So let's well, so, you know they say why you know why have a formal debate you know atheist versus theist the, the classic is there a god you know other than or, theater or, or yeah or is 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 it reasonable to to believe in a god or whatever however you want to frame the argument Christopher Hitchens when he was alive it, it was never going to change William Lake Craig's mind right. in the middle of the debate but that wasn't the audience you know he's exactly, he's yeah. talking to William Lane Craig. He's more talking at him. He's talking to the people Using in the audience, him, right. talking to the people on YouTube. They're going to see the video later. But you can't argue belief. I mean, how do you make a rational argument against something somebody believes? Well, when somebody starts talking about personal experience, that's, yeah, and, that's where and, you and can't argue then, that. Yeah, well, then you just talk about your own personal experience, but you make it stupid. There was something I heard recently where the guy was talking about, you know, I just don't see how the world could have come about without a god he goes well what if i told you i went back in a time machine and i created the universe that's how you know i, I have this this strong how, how that personal argue, how that belief work for you well, it just showed, it just showed the guy that yeah you can have a strong personal belief but that is not a reliable source to get to the truth you know oh they don't know but they don't need that no because they have their own truth they, they, they do and, and they do and mm -hmm. they're they're good with that there are going to be people that they will never, we will never connect with, and them not with us. Right. But right. if they look at us as the enemy, and we look at them as the enemy, the side in power now is going to roll all of us forever. Yeah, we, we, we absolutely need to find a common ground well, and with progressive Christians. Right, yeah. And that's, that's how I was just at least on back to that, that point right. is the evangelicals or the, you know, the, the far right. There is no arguing with, with them. They're out to The dyed-in-the-wool Bible thumper. Right, yeah. yeah no. So, you know, for the Democratic they're, Party, they're, sometimes they're to think lost. that they can have a program for those people is like, don't even waste your time there. So partnering with the progressive uh, religious people, I, I think the work that has to be done there is breaking down those stereotypes. Just like, you know, you were uncomfortable. Like, how can you even be progressive? So in, until you break down that stereotype, mm -hmm. and it has to be on both sides because you know there, there's a lot of you know misinformation on the progressive Christian side on what an atheist is as well. And so until you kind of break those barriers down, until you have those conversations, you know you're just going to be light partners. Do you, you're not do you be... think if you asked a progressive Christian what a progressive you asked ten of them, you asked ten progressive Christians what progressive Christianity, Christianity is, is, you would get nine and a half answers. Because mm. if you ask ten atheists, what or ten non-believers, what atheism is, you'd get fourteen answers. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, so you're, you're saying there's different forms of progressive Christianity. I'm saying that people can't be painted into a box. No, people, like that. People make their own religion to to some extent. And same thing. You can you can go into any well, church in yeah, America okay. on Sunday afternoon. And go right, pick any pew, and go right down the pew, and start asking them 
you know, what they believe, and right. you're going to find right. completely different, you know, ideas. Well, of, you're talking about there's enough, worshiping there's together. There's enough connective you know? tissue there yeah. that they're still in that same church. Yep. And you, you would probably find that, find that with atheists. Maybe we should do um, a meet an atheist. Like, they, did you see what they did it in Gwinnett County? Mm-hmm. I think it's Gwinnett County. Meet a black person. What? And it was, no. Oh, yeah. Hmm. You, people should Google that. It people was, in Gwinnett County have not met black people. There was, there was a, I find that was kind of a, a mini controversy about it, but the per, they did one. Yeah. And the organizer was happy with it, and I think they're going to do another one. It, it was, it's just like, you know, some people never have well there was a program we uh, can do that we kyle can... kyle jones who's mm-hmm. a friend of mine um from uh, he's he's an atheist i think he was a former progressive christian and you were but a he had a progressive, progressive christian. right yeah All, you know but he had a program set up you know interview an atheist day where an atheist would come to church and neil carter was yeah one so, of them. So, so i saw has, neil carter's video there's a couple there. other that i saw there was one i saw yeah. where a guy did that it was a uh high school i think it was a high school theology class and they invited an atheist in yeah. and had the students asking the, questions and the problem is well that's not a problem because i think that's where it really needs to happen anyway is they could never find like a uh, conservative baptist or evangelical church to host something like that the only yeah. ones that would tend to host it would be a progressive kind of kind of church. The, the, the type of church that already has I mean, one foot out the door. Well, the, or, or the, that is open to that conversation. Yeah. 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 And, you know, they don't believe that a person is going to hell if they don't believe the right kind of thing. Yeah, I would, I would they, think, they don't really care, though. Yeah, I would think, even like, if you were able to find a a typical Southern Baptist church, and let's say you find... We'd have to look you know, really hard. Yeah, around here, yeah. <laughs> throw a stone in any direction. Yeah, right over But there. if you were able to find one, and let's just say that that particular pastor was just about to take another job and didn't care, you know, wasn't worried about getting fired, you know, um, and was able to get, you know, one of those in place on a Sunday, it would literally be one gotcha question after another. You know what? Maybe. I don't don't think, I don't think you'd have anybody who is really inquiring, you know, about the differences or what is it that you believe or what, what makes you believe what it is that you believe. It would literally be, they're not let me open. let me ask you a question and allow you to paint yourself into a corner so I can get the slam dunk. You know what, those you know? would be really those would be really short conversations though. It, it would have a level of rudeness that I don't think that any church would really want associated with them because if somebody is going by, I guess this is my belief. There you I'm go. Still a believer. If somebody was going kind of behind enemy lines and you were truly about outreach, both sides. It wasn't. It wasn't like cause good people on both sides. Good. I was, I was, I was thinking the exact same. <laughs> but you're not. You're not prepared for battle. You're not. You're not going to. It's not gotcha and gotcha back. Because honest to God, it. Ooh. Ooh. God. Turned. See, it's it's ingrained. It's yeah, ingrained in society. Totally. I mean. People sneeze. I still say, I, I don't say God bless you. I say bless, bless you. Me, because yeah. Gesundheit just sounds fucking stupid. Yeah. And for about a week, I, I, I went around going, I acknowledge your sneeze. And, and, and that just sounded That's kind of worse. pretentious. Yeah. Yes. So, so the Seinfeld, hey. you're so good looking. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of arguments. Mm-hmm. I don't think a church would want to be associated with, you know, hey, we're going to invite somebody. They'd have a debate. Really, we really but... want you to, I'm not even going to have a debate. Would you have a debate with them? No, I'm just saying that they would probably set it up that way. They wouldn't want a conversation. 
Oh, I wouldn't do it. You know, not that anyone's inviting me to church, but no. I wouldn't want to debate. Right. You want to right. ask me how I got here? I'll tell you. Right. If, but yeah. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not going to convince you. Yeah, you of had that, anything. You had that Christian group that wanted to. They got in touch with us and wanted to do a debate with one of our members, and they were going to bring in a professional oh, apologist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt Slick. Slick. Matt Slick. Uh, that that aptly yeah. named yeah. Matt Slick. Yeah. Um, Slicker. Well, we're going to still work towards something like that. But I mean, that's. If that's, they want to have a debate, I, I'll be more than happy to have a debate with any member yeah. of their group, but I, I will not even bother talking uh, to we have a, a kegger instead a, a presuppositionalist a professional well, yeah, 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 yeah i mean that's uh, that group is very interesting i might go they they have a, a meetup this sunday it's at the reformation brewery so oh. that always kind of entices me a little bit a a, a, a christian group meeting at a brewery well reformation yeah, yeah. reformation of all breweries yeah. yeah so i guess the guy that started reformation is a pastor or a former yeah. pastor so any but if you go, let me know. Yeah, I'd be yeah. Okay. Are you I mean, gonna, are you gonna, are you gonna I've been to this group before. It's not a de- it's not a debate per se, but it kind of ends up going that way. But no, this after, is what after a few yeah, beers, after a few beers yeah, yeah, yeah. people yeah kind of loosen up a little. Right. But, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but I mean, what this has really solidified for me is you really can't have a good conversation between somebody that is so far fundamentalist. In other words, the leader of this group is a six-day, you know, young earth creationist and all that. And he's a smart guy. He's like a banker uh, uh, exec. And so, I mean, he's he's smart and all that, but it's like, you're not going to move him out of that. There's, well, they say the smarter somebody is, right, right, I know. the better they are at justifying their unjustifiable beliefs. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Because because nobody's going to nobody's gonna lock us or knock us out of our to other folks unjustifiable beliefs, yeah. but we don't, you know, we're different. I don't, I don't know. We're using their that's using their language right but there. But they say that, that uh, I've read that before, where they say that people who are who have a higher IQ are, are more apt at convincing themselves of something for you know bad reasons. Hmm. Just throwing that out there for public consumption. I don't know. I don't think I would want want somebody's first one-on-one, you know, talk with an atheist to have them walk away. Go, I guess a dick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, that would be that's such a missed opportunity to to and as as difficult it, it might be to take the high road. Have, what's a risk? Have either of you uh, ever? Because I've, I've found myself in this situation before. Have either of you ever been friends with somebody, like a neighbor or a coworker or something along those lines, where you've known somebody for for a, a, a period of time, and then they later find out that you're a non-believer, and and it 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 kind of throws them a little curveball because they had a perception oh, yeah, of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Before they found out that you were an atheist, and then and then it, that kind of breaks the the paradigm. They're like, "Oh, I thought atheists were assholes." I'm not supposed to like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he, why are you an atheist? You're such a nice guy. You know, You're that, right. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of, you know, that, that what kind happened? Of, yeah, to you? What yeah. happened? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gee. Yeah. Oh, you discovered me. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, I did have one uh, example of that where. 
so there's this couple that we used to go to church with before we we left and all that and and you know once we we you know left church first long before we left christianity and left theism and then we were at mccracken's for one of our atheist meetups okay and ran into him as like i wasn't thinking real clear i was like a couple beers in and and they go so what are you doing here and i go oh i'm at an atheist meetup yeah next door there and, and, and now, like, did you tell them, I'm an atheist meetup for a my... group that I formed? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was there. Oh, wow. And I saw the conversation, oh, and it was capital yeah, A, yeah, yeah, yeah. awkward. Yeah, yeah, was it? Big time. Like and I... he couldn't tell anybody what was really going on. He was in mid-conversation, and he couldn't break away to be like... I'm not going to disavow you, but don't yeah. blow my cover. And I don't know what to do right now because, hey, atheist. <laughs> but, yeah, I know that probably, you know, because they knew we were yeah. good people. We had served the homeless together as yeah. part of a small group Did they thing. finally, did they came down to the basement? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it, it as was awkward, awkward as the looks that I got the first time I walked into your meetup? And, and, and saw the group and walked up. I was like, is this the Church of Christ group? You know? <laughs> and, and, and the, the looks that I had to like, I'm just screwing with you. you know? <laughs> so those of us there had to live through it with him. Yes. Wow. Yes. It was like, what did I do? But, you know, I've, you know I've, I've met with them a few times after that. And, you know, they've kind of come to peace with it. Of course, one of the questions I ask is like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. What happened to you? Yeah, and did you, and, did you hit your head? Did you well? Know, no, did you they fall thought, the ladder? You know, do, you know, because it was around. On, that's the, not what you should say. Oh, when did you get wise? Yeah, yeah. No, they thought it was around the time you know when I had my heart surgery. So they were uh, kind of thinking that's what it was. I was uh, pissed off at God. Yeah, and God clogged, to, clogged his arteries. I'll right, show him. Yeah, you know. God almost killed me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you had to kind of explain. No, that really, you know, doesn't because that's that stereotypical thing when you know what's what's the movie series that was out that God's not dead. Yeah. You know where they it's the angry atheist kind of thing where he's angry at God. It's like no, I don't think there is a God. So I'm yeah. not angry at a non-existent God. That's, that's, that's not that's why are you that angry a, at God? That's I don't a real, know. Why are you angry at Bigfoot? That's a real stereotype, yeah. though. It is the angry yeah. atheist absolutely. Has validity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There that, are that plenty of them. Happen. Yeah. Because they're obsessed with religion. <laughs> like, like we all are. Yeah. yeah. At least, at least the three of us at this table. But um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, so we're not close like we were before. But you know, at least I think she understands. I'm the same person. Yeah. That I was before. You yeah. Know, nothing's changed. No. Time. If she was on the stand under threat of perjury, do you think she would say that into the mic that she thinks you're the same person? I think she would. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We said, well, we have her in the other room. Yeah, let's, let's bring her in and ask her. No, um, just, I, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but let, let's just say for the sake of argument, you had babysit their child before. Do you think that opportunity would still arise? They trusted you then. They, exactly. Yeah. They, 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 they trusted now? you. Do, do, they, do they still have that same trust in you just yeah, because that, your yeah. beliefs have changed? We're turning, these, we're turning them into terrible people. Oh, yeah. We absolutely. <laughs> and and we, yeah. Know they're, we know they're no, not. They're a very sweet couple. But they talk have, about you behind your back, and we just want you to, we want they you to do? know that. I, I've so, gotten completely <laughs> hypothetical on, on, on this. Yeah, that I yeah. couldn't answer because, you know, that that situation, they didn't have kids. So. Yeah. So he, he dodged it. That's, he well, no, because I, I wouldn't know how to answer on their behalf is what I'm what You I'm dodged saying. that question almost as good as Louisiana Attorney General did uh, from the reporter in that video I watched. 
but uh, I digress. I just don't want to presume, but I can ask her. All right. I think that's a good stopping point. Yes. A little calendar here, uh, just kind of give you all an idea. We have a few monthly meetups that we do. Uh, any any like-minded individuals always welcome to join us. If, if you live in the Atlanta area or you just happen to find yourself in the Atlanta, if you have a long layover at, at our lovely airport, really long. a really long uh, layover, by all means, uh, are, are, you're welcome to join us. We meet a number of times a month. Uh, the first Tuesday of every month, we do our deeper dive where we talk about one we pick one particular topic, and we try to delve in, into it a little, little more than just a you know sur- superficial scratching of the surface. Try not to break down into arguments. Yes, well, we try to. We try. We do not always succeed, but we do true. try. Yep. And then we have our well, monthly. I was going to say this month's topic. Is yes. What is the yes? How to talk to a believer? We were kind of touching very, on that. Very, very apropos. So like how for do you tonight's... introduce yourself? You know, how do you define yourself, etc. So it should be good. Good discussion. And that is on the first, first Tuesday, Tuesday of every month, and that is at the Blue, Blue Mist Cafe just off the square, Marietta, Georgia. We also have the second Tuesday of every month at the same location, the Blue Mist Cafe. We have our mo- one of our monthly meetups. Just a hangout. We also have, yeah, very casual meetup. Uh, meet we also have a fourth Wednesday of every month directly across the street from the Blue Mist Cafe at Johnny McCracken's. Off the square in Marietta. And both of those, we obsess about religion. Yeah, we abs- Yeah, we absolutely. Yeah, and we obsess about religion in the in the scheduled meeting every week. You know, on Tuesday, it's almost like a church. It is. Yeah, it is. We we have a uh, a ritual, you could say. And then also, our book club meets every other month, the third Wednesday of the month. And all those meetups start at 7 p.m. Eastern. Yep. So by all means, any any like-minded individuals, you're more than welcome to join us. And our book club uh, topic or book this month is Michael Shermer, The Believing Brain. And that will be the third Wednesday of February. Of February. And it's not required that you read the book. It's usually... It's encouraged, but not necessary. It's not... Yeah, absolutely not required. We, we use some of the themes of whatever book we choose as jumping off points. Uh, to obsess to, about to religion. Obsess about religion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But um, on behalf of everybody, uh, good night, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And I think it also bears mentioning. Oh, wait a second. Can... Hold on. My wife Kim has entered the room. Even if they are not like minded people who might want to join, they might be people who have questions and want to learn more about atheism and then maybe coming out of religion. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Like minded and non like minded minded. I can't say. But open minded. Yes. Oh, yes. Wait, we'll, if, if, we'll try and convert you if you want. If you're open to conversion, we can help convert you. Now, and now, if you'd like to join us on either of our meetups to uh, proselytize to us, don't even bother. Stay home. Um, and uh, no one listened. No one got no. this far on this podcast that was on there. No, zero, absolutely no zero. Yeah, not, I even, think, in I think, not even in yeah, I, I think we're good. Yeah. I'll tell you what: if you are a Bible believing Christian and you've made it through uh, all six episodes that we have put out so far, bless your heart. You, hey. you could be a guest. <laughs> bring it, and we'll obsess about bring religion together. It. Yes, bring it, and 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 we'll see where it goes. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. Good night.
shoot him with my gun. He made me mad. The devil's bad. The devil is a bum, but the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil go. The devil is my friend, and Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla go. Godzilla is my friend, and Shrinko was my friend, and Brzezinek was my friend, and Androbov he just popped off. Now Gorbachev is my friend, and Frank Sinatra is my friend. Frank Sinatra is my friend. Wherever I go, Sinatra go. Frankie is my friend, and Love and Rockets are my friends. Love and Rockets are my friends. Was someone at my party 